The Glowing Older Podcast is brought to you by Perkins Eastman, a global architecture, planning, interiors, and design firm. Perkins Eastman's team of more than 1,100 professionals across 21 offices are united in the vision that architecture should have a direct and positive impact on people's lives. To learn more, visit PerkinsEastman.com. Hello and welcome to the Glowing Older Podcast, where we interview experts on innovation in senior living and aging well. I'm your host, Nancy Griffin, and I'm so pleased to be here today with Rick Robinson, the VP of Product Development at AARP Innovation Labs, and Sasha Spellman, Startup Collaboration Director at AARP Innovation Labs. We're here today to talk about the new AARP Age Tech Collaborative, but before we get going, um, I'd like to in, just say hello and welcome. Hello, Nancy. Thanks, thanks so much for having us on. Really Hi, happy Nancy. to be here. Thank you both. Um, so before we dig into the Age Tech Collaborative, I'd love to start with um, having you tell us about your backgrounds. So Rick, why don't you start? Okay, thanks. Yeah, my background uh, is a mix of a bunch of things, content, uh, media, product, primarily product for the past oh, 20 years or so. Um, I kind of came up through some startups uh, and then America Online for 10 years. And probably for the last 10 years or so, been at uh, a number of large companies like Sprint and National Geographic and Politico, as well as a couple of startups, including my own called Urgently. And um, really, again, just doing a lot of product innovation and uh, content development and found myself at the AARP Innovation Lab a few years ago, where we're focused on, or at the time, focused on developing new products and working with startups to help them develop new products. So it's sort of the confluence of all that I've done in the past, putting it to work at the Innovation Lab. That's a little bit about me. Oh, that's, uh, that's such an amazing background and so appropriate for this new initiative. So Sasha, what about you? My whole career has been centered around really helping support startups and find ways for them to succeed. So uh, I'm a little bit newer to AARP, but before I joined um, this team, I was at the Consumer Technology Association, where I spent uh, over nine years helping build the startup program at the CES conference, uh, which is called Eureka Park. And uh, the idea behind Eureka Park was to help early stage startups find a way to have a platform to launch at the CES event every January. Um, and after working with so many startups every year at the show, we would have over a thousand companies uh, at this section of the show. Uh, I realized that I could help companies in uh, a deeper way. Uh, and I, I found the role at AARP Innovation Labs where I could help work with age tech startups um, and was really inspired by the mission of AARP to support solutions that empower people to choose how they live as they age, and was really excited about the vision of creating a home for the age tech ecosystem, which uh, really didn't exist uh, at, at that time. So moved over in late 2020 to Rick's team and uh, have been very excited to work on building the age tech collaborative. Well, it's really obvious why you guys are heading this uh, program up. You're both so incredibly well-qualified. Um, so, Rick, tell us a little bit about the why behind the Age Tech Collaborative and, and why AARP is the right organization to take on something like this. 
Yeah, good question. Uh, so we looked out over the landscape and uh, took a look at uh, what was being marketed, what products were available, what services were available to both 50 plus and those supporting the 50 plus. And we kind of uh, didn't like what we saw. Uh, certainly there are a lot of great solutions and products that are targeted at this, at this uh, segment, but we noticed there were a lot that were uh, either speaking down to the audience, um, not hitting the mark, not delivering um, modern services and modern products um, with a forward-thinking approach. So we tried early on to build some of our own products, which we did, and then realized that it was more scalable to work with startups to help kind of accelerate their solutions and get as many great, uh, again, forward-thinking modern solutions out into the world as we could. So we put a lot of effort into finding and accelerating startups. The Age Tech Collaborative, is kind of the um, end point in a way for a lot of the work that we do. And that is, uh, the goal of the HTech Collaborative is to bring everybody in the age tech space or ecosystem kind of under one roof into one community. And that includes, of course, the startups that we have uh, brought into our portfolio, but also uh, investors and industry leaders um, test beds and service providers, essentially anybody and everyone who wants to be part of the age tech space or uh, already is serving serving uh, the age tech uh, sector uh, and bring them together. Um, and the hope is that uh, they'll be able to work with one another uh, to benefit everybody. Uh, so the goal again is to get as many great solutions out into the market and to do that by bringing people together to help one another to achieve that goal. And that's sort of the H Tech Collaborative. And that is part of um, your uh, mission as AARP is to aggregate resources and, and bring them to the 55 plus community, correct? Yeah, the 50 plus community uh, is something that AARP has always looked at. We actually don't have a minimum or a maximum or either age to join. Anybody can join AARP and take advantage of some of the or the many uh, benefits we have to offer. Um, but yes, we have always sort of represented uh, that what we're doing with the H Tech Collaborative in the Innovation Lab is being much more assertive about it uh, and kind of punching out and saying, we're going to own this space. Uh, age Tech is. AARPs to own, um, and there's no reason why we shouldn't, having been, as you noted, a convener for over 60 years, um, we're kind of moving a little bit more into, um, uh, uh, I guess, assertive position by um, actively bringing people together, um, as opposed to just uh, providing information and great research and, um, and other things that AARP offers we're now uh, actively pulling people together to try to make a significant impact in this space. And that's kind of the thrust behind uh, the, the uh, collaborative. The whole space of age tech is, is relatively new. Um, so Sasha, 
Can you tell us a little bit about how um, the collaborative is defining age tech and what are the different categories of the ecosystem? Sure, good question. So we look at age tech as the growing category of technology solutions that are really designed to meet the needs of the 50 plus audience and the $8.3 trillion market that it represents. So we look at both B2B and B2C products, uh, services and experiences that are going to contribute to longer, healthier and happier lifespans. And we uh, like to align with AARP's overarching enterprise strategy. So um, we look at solutions that fall within three buckets and we like to say health, wealth and self to keep it simple. Uh, but underneath those are kind of subcategories. So there's underneath health uh, caregiving, uh, healthcare, of course, under wealth, uh, solutions for savings and planning, helping prepare for retirement, and under self, uh, combating things like social isolation and helping um, provide fun and fulfillment to people's lives. So um, that's kind of how we look at the, the definition of age tech. And uh, some of the categories of the age tech ecosystem that we're focusing on within the age tech collaborative uh, are there's there's five of them. So there's um, industry leaders, which are larger corporations that are interesting in discovering new innovative solutions in the age tech space, what we call test beds or entities that are willing to provide a pilot or a testing environment for startups that will allow those companies to validate their solutions. The investment community, which are uh, venture capitalists that are able to offer mentorship and ultimately uh, access to funding, uh, business services that are companies with a discounted product or service for an early stage startup. And then last but not least, we have our startups, which are companies that have successfully completed the accelerator program with our portfolio management team in the AARP Innovation Labs. And you offer some monetary prizes, um, including some support for growth. So tell us a little bit about um, the grand prize in a, for innovation winner, Canoe. Yeah, so um, Canoe, uh, they're an interesting one. So uh, their solution is focused on finding ways to help families connect virtually and to make it easier for relationships between uh, grandparents and grandchildren to bond. Um, they're based out of California and they essentially have a, a video chat platform that uses AI and augmented reality to again, connect grandparents and grandchildren together. Um, their founder, Jim Margraf is, has a really cool background. He was the creator of the LeapPad learning system and applied many of the same techniques to make learning interactive and fun through this Canoe solution. Um, so they recently launched uh, the Canoe Connector Wand, which can do things like um, it turns up a, a baking whisk uh, to stir batter, again, with the augmented reality technology to make cookies, or it can become a saw to help build a birdhouse with your grandpa. Um, so we found Canoe through a pitch competition called the Better Aging Through Technology Challenge, which was focused on how products can help improve people's quality of life as they age. Um, so they won that competition, which then allowed them to be a part of our accelerator program um, and also qualified them for our flagship event that we hold each year called Grand Pitch Finale. And this is where all of the winners of our past pitch competitions throughout the year can do one more final pitch for a prize 
Uh, and of course the bragging rights to win um, as grand pitch finale winner. So since that, that was back in the fall, Canoe has completed the accelerator program and just recently graduated to the HTech Collaborative where Jim and his team can meet other age tech startups as well as the rest of the age tech ecosystem. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So there's a, a progression from startup to entering the, um, the collaborative. So Rick, can you tell us um, how do you determine the best and the brightest, which is, is what you're looking for? Great question. We run pitch competitions, uh, pre-COVID all around the country, post-COVID, during COVID, all virtual. Uh, and we source um, based on themes. And it's a way for us to see a heck of a lot of companies. And as they come through our pitch, we're able to select ones we think might be uh, companies we can help accelerate and be beneficial to. And if they're interested in working with us, we invite them into our accelerator program, which happens throughout the year in cohorts. Uh, and it's about eight week program. Uh, we look for, you know, obviously um, uh, sharp founders. Uh, that's really kind of the first thing that I look for, um, particularly those who uh, have a, a strong idea, um, uh, especially good if it's attached to a personal issue that they have faced. Um, and also kind of a willingness to, um, uh, to be flexible in terms of uh, if we get in there with them working on the project and determine that uh, there's not quite market fit with the initial direction, are they willing to pivot a bit? So we're looking for people who are flexible, but also holding tight to their original vision. And bringing them through our accelerator, we're able to work closely with them, get to know them really well, and understand which ones we may want to invest in as well. So not only do we invest our time and expertise and the resources of AARP and research and so on and so forth, we also invest in some of these companies. Um, and then as they move through the accelerator, they uh, quote unquote graduate and will uh, and are now graduating into the age tech collaborative where they'll be further supported not, not only by us but by others in the age tech um, uh, ecosystem um, so we want to be able to put out the best and brightest into the collaborative uh, because we're bringing some heavy hitters into uh, that that uh, community to look at these companies. And so it's important for us upstream to identify and target and help along uh, the best, best companies with we think are the most impactful solutions. So when they reach the other end, um, you know, maybe lightning will strike and there's an acquisition by one of the companies or a deal is done, uh, that kind of thing. So um, it's a process, but it really does start with uh, the source. And the last thing I'll, I'll point out we get a lot of companies recommended to us, uh, whether it's through, you know, it could be through my network, it could be through our CEO's uh, network. Uh, so we have, uh, don't have a shortage of incoming companies. Uh, that's uh, one benefit of having the AARP brand associated with us. Um, so it's really a matter of filtering through and making difficult choices on, you know, if you've got uh, a dozen great companies and we can only, bring in uh, half of the into our 
uh, cohort, uh, that's the most difficult process. So uh, paring them down, that's the challenge. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how we do it. And I think there, uh, from interviewing other uh, experts, age tech experts, there seem to be some that have the, the good idea that, you know, that grandma had this problem, but they don't really have the, the market understanding. And um, so it seems like yeah. you can help them fill in some of those gaps. Yeah, that's a great example. Um, we do come across founders who are first-time founders uh, who have come to startup world uh, trying to solve a problem that they faced in their own life or they faced while supporting somebody in their life, perhaps their mother or, like you said, grandmother, um, or they saw uh, their, their kids trying to plan for their future and uh, developed applications. Uh, we kind of categorize them as fintech applications that uh, allow them to help their kids learn about and plan for the future in terms of money. So that uh, sort of touches upon another point, which is the products uh, and services that we are supporting in the HI Collaborative uh, are not just for people who are 50 and over. They could be utilized by people of any age. Uh, and it, uh, it really just needs to ladder up to, is this something that's going to help you um, in your later years or support somebody who is 50 plus uh, currently. Yeah, I mean, there's some, some of the, the companies have started with children's, right, programs and then moved into yep. older adults. Yeah, yeah. and you know, we've even built our own um, virtual reality product and platform um, that was intended and is intended to bring together uh, cross-generational audiences into a virtual environment. And that has been really successful. It's called Alcove. Uh, and that's been very successful. And we have seen uh, the uh, desired behavior of, uh, you know, the 15-year-old uh, inside of a virtual experience communicating with his grandmother, who is also in there using an avatar. So kind of an early version of the metaverse, if you will. Um, and that's been very gratifying to see. So the point there is, uh, while we exist to find products and services for the 50 plus, that really could mean cross-generational services that tie those generations together. Exactly. That's part of the, the community connection engagement part that's mm -hmm. so important. So, um, Sasha, tell us about um, your partnerships and the testbed community. Sure. Um, we like to call them collaborations. Um, but yeah, we have um, out of the number of groups that we uh, that I talked about earlier for the, the communities that we're connecting, there's there's three things that we like to do within the platform for all of those five groups. So number one, we're helping um, folks to discover innovative age tech solutions. The second is we're connecting them with the age tech community. And the third is we're helping everyone grow their impact as a leader in this space. So for the test beds, we have six test beds that are uh, signed up. Um, and again, they are interested in finding age tech solutions to pilot within their own communities. Some of those include um, the Massachusetts eHealth Institute, which actually represents a network of nine or 10 uh, pilot environments. Um, they recently ran uh, this past year a COVID-19 recovery challenge, which was focused on finding solutions to help 
unpaid family caregivers manage different tasks that were really exacerbated by the pandemic and uh, to help them more easily return to work. So uh, three of our portfolio companies actually were selected to participate in this challenge. And we recently found out that one of them um, was a runner up and won a a monetary prize to use towards a, a pilot project within their sandbox network. So that's just an example of the the connections we're looking to make within the collaborative. Um, Another one of our test beds is called ADF, and it stands for Army Distaff Foundation. Um, They are out of the Washington, D.C. area and is a a senior care community for veterans in the 50-plus age range. Um, And they um, have actually worked with a number of our startups, um, but most recently a company called Own Practice, uh, piloted within their community during uh, COVID, during 2020, um, to help provide a virtual yoga practice for their residents. So just as some examples of, of how we're um, working with test beds in the collaborative. In terms of corporations and how we're collaborating with those groups, uh, we do have a growing list of corporate entities that are joining the collaborative. Some of those industry leaders include the National Association of Realtors, which are focused on uh, housing-related technologies, um, Walgreens, uh, which has a focus on healthcare, and then an interesting one is Hyundai Cradle, which um, has this uh, interest in mobility and accessibility-related technologies um, and how that can help some of their efforts in terms of frameworks for automotive uh, initiatives that they have. So that's just some examples of, of some of the collaborations we have uh, within the collaborative. Well, and great examples of the power of AARP and, and the things that you're able to bring to the table um, for these startups. So, Rick, what is the process for a startup wanting to apply to the accelerator and what do you offer? Certainly, they can uh, take a look at AARPinnovationlabs.org. Uh, on there is a page where uh, startups can follow uh, the upcoming pitch events that we've got going. They can also sign up for our newsletter so they can be alerted to these. Uh, But that's really the starting point is to identify what pitch competition they might want to sign up for. And then they uh, sign up for it and they're selected. They will pitch uh, virtually, of course, um, in front of us and judges. You don't have to win to be invited into our accelerator program. Just have to show well. Um, So uh, they do that. And then the um, uh, following the pitch competition, like I said before, if it feels like it's uh, a company we can help and they want to work with us and be part of our program, we invite them and then they're in the next cohort. And we run uh, about four cohorts a year So uh, we have them constantly going and that's really the process is not that, not that difficult other than uh, having a great pitch and a great idea plus uh, at least in kind of an early uh, version of your product um, that has showing some signs of life directionally market fit. I don't know if we mentioned it before, but the companies we generally bring in are early stage up to series A. So these are these are companies that you know they have a product, and uh, they've also uh, they, they've all uh, either gotten kind of a level of market fit, or some of them already have a pretty good fit and they've got revenue, but they just need to know how to how to take the next step 
um, and you know we're able to help them in all stages of that process. So uh, we encourage everybody who is interested to go and take a look at that at aarpinnovationlabs.org. Take a look at the schedule and feel free to sign up. I'd love to finish by asking both of you what gets you most excited these days. Ooh, there's there's a lot going on. For, uh, <laughs> I, I won't speak for Sasha, but there there is a lot going on. Uh, what's exciting to me, we have been on this journey uh, specifically related to the Age Tech Collaborative for, um, frankly, less than a year. I mean, we've been doing things with startups and building products, of course, for quite a while. But the bringing together all of the players in age tech, uh, even those who don't realize they're part of age tech until we explain uh, what the ecosystem is and how they fit into it. Um, what's been gratifying to me is early on talking to VCs or talking to uh, various industry leads uh, about what we're doing. Initially, some of them didn't quite uh, grok it, uh, didn't quite uh, understand it, or maybe uh, didn't believe that this was uh, possible to carve out uh, a platform and a community that really got behind the age tech space. And over the past, you know, nine months, eight months of talking to all of these different entities and hearing them come around and seeing the light bulb go off that this is an $8 trillion economy and there are just a, a, a deficit of great services. So the opportunity is just enormous to help people, but also to put some great products out there that um, you know can drive significant revenue. Um, so all of that in a short period of time has been very kind of gratifying to see it come together, but also uh, frankly, find a, a lot of new believers. Yeah, I love your, um, you've said this in previous interviews that um, this is a B2B initiative that um, yeah. directly impacts um, the lives of older adults. So it really has a segue to B2C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it is B2C. I mean, uh, the platform, uh, the community, the HTech Collaborative writ large is a B2B community. Um, but ultimately, the products and services that come out of um, or are part of the companies that are in the collaborative, ultimately all of them are there to serve uh, individuals in the 50 plus community, so consumers. So it, in many ways, it is sort of B2B to see. Yeah, that's great. Um, so Sasha, what about you? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, my answer is going to be somewhat similar to Rick's, um, but really seeing this platform uh, launch this past fall and come to life has been what's most exciting to me. Um, when I was at Consumer Technology Association, I would uh, make sure to be uh, at, at the show open when all of the attendees would kind of flood the, the show floor to see all the startups in Eureka Park. And uh, I would get this feeling of, you know, just gratefulness. And, and, and I was so proud that you know, I was able to help make those connections and um, not saying we're in the home stretch quite yet with the collaborative, but um, I'm starting to get similar feelings where um, we're seeing these connections being made between our age tech startups and some of these larger 
industry leaders and investors that Rick was just talking about that were signing on to the platform um, and seeing the fruits of that labor um, is, is really exciting to me because we're seeing these solutions really get the help that they need um, in a variety of areas. Um, and uh, hopefully another thing that I'll be excited for and hopefully we'll see in 2022 is more and more entrepreneurs to get excited and focused on this space because I, I feel like it can be often overlooked. Um, so so that, that's it. That's what I'm excited about. I'm really just seeing the age tech collaborative come to life. Well, your passion, Rick and Sasha, shows through and you are so um, incredibly qualified for this effort. And I can't wait to see uh, what you'll do in the next few years. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. You've been listening to the Glowing Older Podcast. 